Hello and welcome to Glorious Living. I'm so excited to have my husband Jesse here on the program with me today. Can you say hi? Hello, I am Chrissy Suentes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Chrissy couldn't be here today, yes, so I thought I would fill in. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Day. Hallelujah. Yeah. Well, we're excited about Glorious Living here on the program, especially when we launched this a few months back. Right. Because we believe that God really wants us to learn how to live in a, a glorious life. What is your definition of glorious living? Glorious living, I have a great scripture for that. Actually, it's the basis for this Amen. program. It's called. It's in Ephesians chapter okay. 1, verse 11, and it's in the Message Bible. It says, it's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, he had his eye on us and had designs on us for glorious living. Jesse, that brings me such hope, knowing that God had his eye on me long before I started getting my eye on him. Amen. Well, you know, he said his will be done in earth or on earth as it is in heaven. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why people are not living on the earth like they should be living in heaven. That's glorious living. That really is. And as we begin a new year, 2022 is about, and this is being uh, shown on uh, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. And so we have a lot to look forward to. Hallelujah. I'm expecting great things in 2022. Oh, I tell you what, every day above ground is a good day. <laughs> Praise God. That's glorious living. I am excited uh, what God is going to do in 2022. And he's going to be a very busy God and we're going to be very busy people. I know. I can't wait to see all the things. And I have big, I have great hopes, great Amen. expectations. You know, every year, most people, they will do those New Year's resolutions. You know, I'm right. not one to write down on yeah. a list, but I have hopes that right. I'm going to lose those extra pounds. <laughs> Actually, this week I did get on the, tr uh, get started exercising one day. Well, you know, you know my, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll stretch one, it and I'll start exercising one day in two days 69 years. Praise <laughs> God. Let me just say that I don't do uh, New Year's resolutions. Not I really. determine what I'm going to do all the time. All the time. You know, I mean, I, I, to me, you're playing backup. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Catch up. When you know in whom you have believed and you're persuaded that he's able to keep what you commit to him. See, that's the problem with people. It all has to do with commitment, whether it's right. spiritual, physical, and financial. You want to lose weight? You got to commit to that. Mm -hmm. You got to commit to a diet. Oh, not a diet. Just eat anything you want. Just eat less of it. Right. It's just common sense, you know, because, you, know, you know, the more calories, the more weight. The less yeah. calories, the less weight. It's pretty simple. So when you understand that God's had his eye on you, that's do you right. think of that? There's no place anywhere in the world, under the earth, above here, in space, anywhere, that God can't see who you are. That's right. Now, to me, glorious living is living the scripture. That's right. Living it. You know, well, that's what that first part of that verse says. It says it's in Christ that we find out who we are Christ and what we're you. living for. We have to realize that we were made in his image, Amen. created in his likeness, and, and because of that, we should be acting like he acts. So you're saying if we're made in his image, then we look like him? Yeah. Hallelujah. I remember years ago, you would also, you, you told the story that when you went on an airplane, you would witness to somebody uh -huh. and you say, God looks like you. And, and they'd say, well, he's a bit short. <laughs> he's a bit short. Yeah, that's true. He does. We made in his image and his likeness. So we ought to be uh, doing what God does on a daily basis, spiritually, physically, financially, in every area of our life. That's what's so wonderful to me about glorious living. People tell me all the time, they think glorious living is having more money. No. No, no, because m money don't make you happy. But it does make you comfortable while you're miserable, <laughs> you know, because you don't have to worry about the utility bill or something like that. But what happens is, I know a lot of people had a lot of money, committed suicide. Mm -hmm. Now, why would they do that? Eastman, the Eastman Kodak Company, Mr. Mm -hmm. Eastman committed suicide. Filthy, filthy rich. The greatest comedian, I think, was Robin Williams. Wealthy, wealthy, committed suicide. Right. See what I'm saying? I mean, so that's what I'm saying. Money don't make you happy. But what happens is you can have money and you, because you live in an economic yes. world. And common sense. And, you know, they say money's evil. No, it's the love of money that's evil. The reason why that is is because God will not have no other gods before him. Right. 
So my source of what I do in the financial area is up to God. It's what I'm willing to believe. Mm -hmm. And that's what I call glorious living. And I, you've heard me say this many times. I, I don't never tell God what I need. Right. I tell him tell what, what I want, want, see? Mm -hmm. And the reason for that, people say, well, that's greed. No, that's actually wisdom. Yeah. He already knows what I need. And he, had his, he has his eye on you. That's right. All long before you, you came to know him, he had his eye on you. One of the ways he had his eye on you is he started talking to me about praying for you. Well, about getting me <laughs> saved, see? Yes. And I mean, I, ladies and gentlemen, I did, I did not want to do it. I didn't want to have anything to do with religion. Mm -hmm. To me, religion is a garden of weeds. It's a theological wilderness. Right. You know, because um, all they always, they always told me what I couldn't do. I already knew that. You know, I didn't really know a lot about religion before I came to know God, but it told, my life was totally transformed when I prayed that simple prayer and Amen. asked Jesus to come into my life. And I didn't realize that I could live a glorious life. I didn't realize what was available to me, but the more I studied the Word of God, because it says it's in Christ, it means right. it's in the anointing, in Jesus, who we find out what, what, what this world's all about. So it wasn't complicated for wasn't you to pray. You, you didn't pray a complicated prayer no. when you got born again. The prayer I prayed to get born again, this is amazing. I didn't know how to pray. Uh, I had just watched Billy Graham on television there in Boston, Massachusetts. Labor Day weekend, 1974. I'll never forget it. I didn't know, I, you know, I know what the salvation prayer is now. Believe with your heart, confess with your mouth that Jesus rose from the dead. Right. I understand Romans that. Romans 10, yeah. 9 and 10. But what I said was this, whatever Billy says, <laughs> you know, whatever yeah. Billy, that was my prayer of salvation. And you said that privately in a bathroom. In a bathroom. Because yeah. you wanted to get away from me and Jody. You, you had to get out. You were in the room Something and you wanted privacy. You, you were about to cry, I think. You didn't want us to it see wasn't you that. cry. It, I was gloriously being saved. What it was was things were starting to change. In other words, I, I realized that a new path had been cut for me. Mm -hmm. My life had completely changed when I said, whatever Billy says. That's right. That's good. And I thank God that Billy Graham knew how to pray. Yeah. Because that's exactly and, what and I said. And the scripture here says, long before we ever heard of him, long before you really heard about, you probably heard about God oh, yeah. through your mom and your parents. Oh, yes. Yeah. Talking, maybe they drug Bible you to church. You said you oh, had yeah. a drug problem. They drug you to church. <laughs> they drug me to church. I mean, <laughs> that's an old joke, but it's, that's what happened to you. That's exactly the truth. But when God came into my life, uh, I wasn't in a church. Mm -hmm. In fact, I wasn't around no Christians other than you and Jody. Mm -hmm. That was it. And I had to go and do a, a nightclub show that night. But I went in there the night before. I thought that was the greatest place. When I went in that night after I got born again, which was only, I was born again about 15 to 20 minutes, I guess. Right. I looked at it. It was very luxurious. I called it an upholstered sewer. For the first time in my life, mm -hmm. I saw sin, what it really looked like. Yeah. I remember years ago, they used to, be a, they used to advertise cigarettes. Mm -hmm. They don't do that no more because now they say it causes cancer. But there was a, a beautiful woman in this gorgeous uh, uh, dress, Evening black gown. dress. Yeah, eating the color. And she was smoking a Virginia Slim cigarette. And it said this, you've come a long way, baby. And I got to thinking, yeah, now women had the same cancer rate as men. Lung cancer. See what I'm saying? So you, you didn't, actually, you shorten the long way. You shorten it up. So yeah. what I'm talking about glorious living is I like living for Jesus on a daily basis, not a Sunday basis or Easter basis or Christmas basis <laughs> or a Thanksgiving basis. That's right. I live for him daily. Every single day. And, you know, the beautiful thing, I didn't realize what kind of life was available to me when I accepted Jesus in my life. <laughs> and I know you really didn't. But the longer we've come with him, we realize how glorious it is. And it's not just in heaven.
heaven because heaven's going to well, be a glorious place, and, and you've been there. Yeah. God brought you to sure. heaven, and, and you saw a lot of glorious things. But God wants us to live a glorious life right here on earth. And to me, a glorious life means a life that is full of joy, Amen. full of peace, full of and, and whatever it is that you need in life, God, you can go okay. to God and get answers for well, that. What I didn't realize, I'll give you a prime example. You know, when I had a cold, cold came away, you just fight it. Mm -hmm. I realized that I could get myself healed. Uh, oh, you know, I remember that first time. Remember you talked to Brother Rafer and you Brother told him Sidney you had Rafer. read in the scriptures yeah. where it said that God will heal you. And yeah. I looked at Brother, he was the first pastor I ever had in terms of being born again. Yeah. And I read the scripture. He took my infirmity. He bore my sickness. And by his stripes, I'm healed. Now, that's glorious living. Yes. Then I thought, well, if he took my infirmity, why would I want it? Mm -hmm. If he bore my sickness... Why should I have it? So I went and talked to Pastor yeah. Rayford. Remember that? I remember. And I said, I, I said, Brother, Brother Rayford, I said, I'm not getting sick no more. Now he looked at me and I said, He you was know, very concerned yeah, about Yeah, because he thought me. I said, no, no. I, I said, the scripture said he took my infirmity. He bore my sickness. Is that true, Brother Rayford? He said, yes, that's true. Mm -hmm. I said, then I ain't getting sick no more. Mm -hmm. And he looked at me like I lost my mind. No, no. What happened was I said what the scripture Says. Right. And the, the situation is most of the time, believe, even believers, we make a provision for failure. We don't want to say, oh, I'll never get sick again because we're worried about, oh, what if I do say yeah, that? And yeah, I'm always kind of saying. But then well, that hinders what God, the beautiful, glorious life God really wants well, for us. Well, when I read that, Kathy, I mean, I was not feeling very well. And I looked at myself in the mirror like I'm looking at you. Well, let me get on my camera right here. Yeah. Looking at you and I went, in Jesus' name, Jesse Duplantis, you are healed. And it, I got healed. That's All of right. a sudden, I just, I felt wonderful. I thought, my God, it worked, <laughs> you know. Now, that was glorious living. I, I do that all the time now. Yes. You see, I mean, We're I've had. not saying that we don't get attacked, but when right. we get attacked, we know what to do we about it. We know what it. to do. Yeah. And that's a glorious way. See, if you got an answer to a problem. You don't have a problem. You ain't got many problems that's in right. life. That's Spiritually, good. physically, financially, in every area of your life. Right. That's that in Christ living. I remember, you know, before I was born again, you knew I was a heavy drinker. Yeah. I drank a fifth of whiskey a day. That was just during the day. That ain't counting at night. When I went when I played the clubs, and I remember after I got born again, I came back to uh, to where you lived in Homer, Louisiana. That's mm -hmm. where you were raised, and uh, I, I moved to Homer, but I was raised on the West Bank of New Orleans. And anyway, make a long story short, I thought, hmm, I, I ain't got to worry about booze. They were so concerned about me, they boy, Jesse, don't get around booze because you know you know you drink so much, you're just gonna fall. But the Bible said, therefore, if anybody be in Christ, mm -hmm. in Christ, got it. Well, I was. That's what you read. That's how you find out I who was you a are. new creature. See, that was confusing. And what you're living for. See, that was confusing to me. Hmm. Why would the church tell me? Don't worry about that. When he said, therefore, if anybody, uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, I believe. Mm -hmm. Therefore, if anybody be in Christ, he's a new creature. Mm -hmm. I said, but I'm a new creature. Yeah, we know you're a new creature. But then didn't do the second line. Old things are passed away. Right. I kept telling the pastor, I said, but you said, the Bible said old things are passed away. He said, well, you take this literally. I said, well, don't you? Mm -hmm. Because that's the only way you're going to get saved if you that's take right. it literally. That's right. You see, I was gloriously living better than they were. That's and right. they knew a lot more about it than I did. Well, you know, I've heard that phrase, Brother Kenneth Hagin used to say it a lot. These people are religiously brainwashed instead of New Testament talk. Yeah. When you find out what the New Testament has to say about Amen. your life, about your glorious life, Ooh. you find out in Christ which, who you are yeah. and what you're living for. We're supposed to be a reflection of God instead of casting a reflection. reflection you often him. say that. Yeah. Now watch it. I got gloriously touched and yes. I never touched booze. I, I mean, you know, it, it, it was, I mean, I could walk through a Jack Daniels black label factory it today. It has no attraction None, to you. zero. Because you see, that person that loved it 
died. Yeah, and, today, and I'm a new creature in Christ. A lot of people say that's okay. They got these so-called sipping saints, but we know that lifestyle <laughs> years ago. It has no attraction for us. No, no, yeah. because I know it makes you. It makes you soulish. Yeah. It makes you fleshy. Mm -hmm. That's not of the Lord. The Bible said, be you transformed, not conformed. Be not conformed to this world. Be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's why I don't do those things. Yeah. You don't need drugs. God you got the most high. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Okay, you don't true. need drugs to get you high. God didn't design us to have to have something to make us high right. other than him. Right. He is the one who, the most high. Like you say, I have a shot of Jesus. In but you know hands. what people are thinking? You think, well, that, I mean, you mean you're going to church. No, I'm like this when I'm not in church. That's right. That's right. I gloriously live well outside of church, inside of church, around church, whatever. It doesn't make any difference. I make we church what I want Christ it to be. We bring with us when we go to church, yeah. no matter what that building is, mm -hmm. even when we visited cathedrals, which are mostly mausoleums or, or just churches. Mausoleums of unbelief. <laughs> or they're just like tourist attractions. They don't yeah. really have church. Remember we went to one, I think it was in Scotland. They had like maybe eight members. No, it's in... in uh, what other uh, Switzerland? Oh, uh, yeah, somewhere. Yeah, it, it was, yeah, huge, beautiful place, ladies and gentlemen. And Sweden I got to meet the vicar. That we went, I got right. to meet the vicar. But Martin Luther preached in that that's church. That's right. That's right. And I said, my God, this thing was gorgeous. That was, we've been to Oh, man, I've been all churches. over the world preaching. And I said, how many people you have in your church? And the vicar looked at me and said, five. This place could have sat 3,000 people mm -hmm. easily, maybe more. I said, five. He said, Five very rich people. And I thought, right. but that doesn't make the church I think, fail. was that the place we visited while we were at it? We rented the sports Pre arena. We probably had... No, that was in Scotland, Edinburgh, Scotland. This is that man, gentleman, where Lighted. I preached about that Jerusalem stone. Oh, uh, yes. That man, I, I, oh, just a phenomenon. This mm -hmm. is so many years ago. And, uh, and uh, five. I said, yeah, but see, the church was designed. Why did God put all those pews in it? To put people in there. That's right. That's but right. you know, why don't people go, go to church? Because the church don't preach glorious living. Mm -hmm. He said, the devil going to beat you. He going to bust you. He going to stomp you. He going to kick you. But if you just endure the... Listen, Christianity is not an endearment. No. Christianity is an enjoyment. That doesn't mean challenges don't come. That doesn't mean problems don't arise. Right. That what Jesus said that. He says, in the world, you're going to have tribulation. Yeah, but be. He says, but be of good cheer. I just like the word be. Be. But be. Be. <laughs> of good, of good cheer. cheer. He says, because I have overcome the world. Now, that's and glorious living. If he is overcome, then we're overcome. That's right. He says, he deprived it of its yeah. power to harm you, it says in the Ooh. So I get up every morning. If, if Satan tries to attack my body, I go, no, 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 no. This is not your body. This is my body. Yeah. I know in whom I have you, believed and I'm persuaded. You resist the devil well, instead of committed, assisting yeah, him. Yeah, I committed my body to him. Mm -hmm. See, so and I just stand on the word of God. And I don't mean this sound crazy. You ever saw me sad, sick, depressed, disper, disper, discouraged, despondent? I'm not bragging about that. Why? Because I live this Bible. That's glorious living. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean I haven't had hard times. Right. That doesn't mean I haven't had a cough. That doesn't mean I haven't had fever, but mm -hmm. it didn't last long. That's right. I immediately been put, I, I took what I call scripture meta, medicine. Yeah. Back bringing to quote the word of God. And then I thought, you know, I'm not just going to say it inside my mind. I'm going to say it outside. I'm going to say it out loud so my mind can hear that's what right. my mouth is saying. Yeah. And, and you that's know, glorious That's living. wonderful. You know, we've been having these glorious living programs and people have been writing in their stories. Amen. And I have a couple of them I want to share today sure. because it's so important to real, you to realize that you have a glorious story. God wants you to live gloriously Amen. and live an overcoming life. And not Amen. just for yourself, but because your family needs to hear this message. They see, need to see it in practical uh, results okay. to it, too. As well. It says, Dear Jesse and Kathy, God did it. 
After struggling with unemployment since 2017, I finally got a job that is in line with my qualifications. I heard what Brother Jesse said at the Victory Thon, how God wants us to prosper. Thank you so much for the prayers and the words of encouragement. I mean, Isn't that I, great? I, I, I they love it. They grabbed hold of those words. It's glorious living to be prosperous. That's right. And long before they ever knew about it, God had his eye on them. Whoever, I don't have your name here, but God had his eye on you for glorious living. Amen. And the minute you receive the word in your heart, you're able to latch hold to that promise and it comes to pass. So now they have a job. And they, they got what they wanted instead exactly, of what they needed. Exactly, in line with their qualifications. Uh, you said you have another story? Yeah, I do. This one is from Facebook and it says, I want to send a praise report. Your ministry believed with me to become a published author. It happened October the 7th, 2021. I am now a Christian author, and I want to send you a copy. I, I will read it. You know, people think they give me books. They don't think I read them, but I read. I am an avid reader. I got a phenomenal library. I have a, 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 some employees of mine that gave you a wonderful gift and, and me a gift for Christmas, mm -hmm. and they always used to give me books, mm -hmm. and I have a ph phenomenal library. I'm going to have to start building. I'm going to have to increase Get some more room for them. I'm getting some books. Or give some away. Or, I don't want to give them away. I love my <laughs> books. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you see, when I read a book, or let me just say that. I'll use this as an When I, I don't just read this. I walk in these pages. In other words, when I begin to read this and I go, like, and Abraham believed God. I, I'm there. I'm believing with him, you know. And I'll never forget one time I wanted to preach at the very beginning of my ministry on the Ten Commandments. Now, watch this. Now, you may think this is crazy, but, you know, a baby Christian will say things and God will do it because they baby Christian. We don't have enough time to doubt. And I was talking about the thing. I said, Lord, I can't actively preach the Ten Commandments I remember unless I that. see it happen. I love that. And he said, would you like to see me? You, would you like to see me put my finger on that tablet? Yeah. And man, I just got in the spirit. I, I, you could say an open vision. Mm -hmm. And I saw God, man, whoa, with that finger. And man, it was fire burning into that stone. And, but I preached the horns off a of billy goat when I, you know. <laughs> That's Lord. preaching. I mean, I horns was preaching, spitting, and screaming, because I physically saw it. Oh, I don't believe that. Well, that's why you'll never see it. See, that's why there's a smile on my face and not a smile on your face. Now, I know that's going to make somebody mad. But you understand? I wanted to see it. And the Lord didn't withhold that from no, me. No, no. You know, I think if I'd have went and asked a preacher about that, he said, no, you can't ask God for that kind of stuff. But you know what? Maybe I was a baby Christian, and I was. Uh, I just wanted to see it so I could actively uh, produce what, what that meant. And he wrote the Ten Commandments. You know, I believe you know, you're that's... Not, you need to know what that is. Don't you think that must have been what happened with God and Moses, between God and Moses, those, that time while he was on the mountain oh. alone and there was nothing said, no words said. For but, 40 days. But because Moses came down and wrote down the whole... Uh, those first five books of the Bible, they're called the Pentateuch, yeah, how you Pentateuch. pronounce it? Yeah. And so he wrote that, and these were things that happened before he was born, and had to, the Holy Spirit had to, oh. maybe he saw it like on a video like we yeah. see it today. It was in his eyes, was, it was in his mouth, it was in his hands. three-dimensional, who knows? I mean, God can do so many you know supernatural what I, things. What I love about that, I like to read that, is that time he put Moses in the cleft of that rock, put his hand over, and as he walked by, he said, I'll let you see my goodness. My glory. You know he who want, he saw? Moses wanted to see the glory, yeah. He said, I'm going to let you see my goodness. He saw you. Yeah. He saw me. We are good people. He saw you. You're good people. He saw the past as well now, as the why future. Is it? Now, here's the thing that's amazing to me about that particular passage of Scripture. As he took his hand away, God was proclaiming his name. Yes, I His name. He got over that's 70 names. God was proclaiming mm -hmm. his name. I'm going to tell you something. That mountain was shaking, buddy. That's right. It was just, it was amazing. See what I'm saying? That's glorious living. Yes. But you know what? 
the nation of Israel could have had the same thing. They said, don't talk to us, talk to yeah, Moses. Yeah, God wanted to speak to them. He made a plan for them to come into his presence so they could hear his voice himself, but it, it terrified them. Now, here's the difference between me and you, Moses. You might not realize this. Moses stood there for seven days. He would not go in that cloud until God beckoned him to that's go. That's right, that's you right. You know why? Because it was totally different back. This is a book of two covenants, the old covenant and the new covenant. Jesus is the center of both, one leg in the old, one leg in the new. Here's the difference between us and Moses. Finally, God said, come into the cloud, into this dark, into the cloud. See, because the light is so bright. Now watch this. But me and you don't have to do that. We don't have we don't have to be beckoned to come into God's presence. We come boldly, boldly to, to the, the throne, throne of, of grace. grace. That's the difference with the New Testament compared yes. to the Old Testament. My That's God, good. you just walk in there because you know you're his child. Hello, Jesus. Hi, Jesse. Hello, Father. Hi, Jesse. I mean, it's just so wonderful. That's glorious living. See, I, when I say that, I, I bubble inside because mm -hmm. I know it's so real. That's so good. See, this is not religion, ladies and gentlemen. This is, a, this is life That's to right. the full. Till it overflows. That's, That's right. what it is by That's glorious That's what it's living. all about. And, you know, we're getting ready for 2022. And, Justin, I want to get your hopes up. Amen. So that you can have a glorious life throughout 2022. And Amen. as long as you live here on the earth, actually, it, it won't end. It won't stop. God always wants to build upon the things we've learned. And over the past several years, we've had great themes for our ministry. Oh, man. And this year, going into 2022, there's Whew. a great theme that you'll be seeing on the different platforms. Yeah. And can you share just a yeah, bit I will, of that? Yeah, I will me? do that real quickly. But I'd like to uh, have a make a prayer request. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I'd like y'all to start believing God for 2022 that we're the generation that won't see death. Mm. Not that I'm afraid to die. I cross that bridge when I get there. I ain't worried about that. But to see us, see Jesus coming in that cloud. Good yes, Lord. Be to go. Now, some people don't believe in the rapture. Well, stay here. I do. I mean, if you want to stay, stay. Jesse going out on the first mm -hmm. load. But why not us be that generation? Mm -hmm. There's got to be a generation. That's what he said. All right. So let's believe God is us. Now, the theme that I'm going to use for 2022, in fact, I'm going to preach it this Sunday. Uh, you will be seeing this New Year's January Eve. January 2nd. January 2nd. It's in St. John 12, excuse me, St. John 14, verse 12, where he says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, mm -hmm. shall he do also, and greater than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. My theme is, go do the work. What? Go do the work. Because you see, Matthew 24 says, when the gospel is preached to the world, the end shall come. That's the the reason why he hadn't come, because the gospel's not preached to the world. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be talking about that. In seven minutes now, because of internet, <laughs> all of a sudden, we can touch the whole planet. Mm. Seven point, what, eight billion people? Get wow. this gospel preached to the world. Now, it's up to them to receive it, mm. whether they receive it or not. Once we preach it, yes. the end shall come. That's right. We now have the capability to do this. Mm -hmm. My God, can you imagine? We now have satellites that can go on every television and see him coming in the cloud. Wow. All over the world. All over the world. I mean, my God, it's just amazing. I mean, New and Year, some New just Year's a little Eve. telephone. Yeah, New you Year's Eve. You don't have to be in, in a house behind a television, watching it on television. We're going to see Australia, because uh, they are there ahead some of us. Some watch it on their watch. <laughs> well, gonna, we're going to see Australia celebrate New Year's Eve, mm -hmm. or actually New Year's, a, a day ahead of us. Mm-hmm. See, because of the technology. Well, and this, this January 2nd, this Sunday, I'll be setting 
that um, wonderful theme for 2022. Go do the work because you're going to have the ability, the capability, mm -hmm. and everything you need to do it. Right. I, and, and I have so many friends, you know, people say, I want to do this. I want to do that. You better get ready. Right. God's going to bless you. Financially, money's coming. The Everything double's coming. Need. The double's coming. Hallelujah. See, it's coming. See, see not just so you can just look at it, woo, woo. To no, do to work. do the work. But you can't do the work unless you believe the first statement. He that believeth on me. That's didn't right. say religion. Mm -hmm. Me, a person, mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. And Amen. then he said, greater works than these. So that's what I'm looking for. That's right. I want the greater works. Not that I'm not trying to compete with Jesus. Well, you know, Jesus. It's just the truth. He came that we might know the Father. Amen. And that message is still in our hearts. And we want everybody to know the Father. And because of technology that we have, we, this is more than just in one vicinity where Jesus was walking on, that, or on the earth at that day. Now it's, it's increased in such Amen. a great way that a voice can be recorded here in a studio in the New Orleans area and go across the world to China, to Amen. Africa, wow, South wow. Africa, to the Antarctic where people are maybe in a hut somewhere. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. You'll find a little antenna in that African hut or in, 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 in an igloo. Igloo, even. Yeah, uh, with the Eskimos. I love the Eskimos. They're I wonderful know. people. Ladies and gentlemen, glorious living is living for Jesus on a daily Amen. basis. You Amen. don't know Jesus. You can meet him today. That's right. I don't know how to pray. Well, just say, say this. Whatever Jesse says. <laughs> whatever Kathy said. That's how I got born again. Whatever Billy Graham. I actually didn't, I probably should have called him the Reverend Billy Graham. I just... Whatever Billy said. Yeah. Because he seemed like he was so nice. You just wanted to call him yeah, Billy. Yeah, well, remember the thief on the cross just said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. So really, the, the beautiful simplicity of getting born again is you believe it in your heart and you say it with your mouth. And those words can be different, Amen. different languages, different methods. But when your heart hooks into God, it changes Amen. you totally, makes your life total turnaround, and you become a candidate for living a glorious life. That's so wonderful, see, to understand what it means by be gloriously living. There's a scripture I just looked at in my Bible in Isaiah 52. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him that bringeth good tidings, Ooh, that, that publish peace, bringeth good tidings of good, that publish salvation, that saith unto Zion, thy God reigneth. Wow. My God, man. That's us, Kathy. That is. That's us. We're ministers of the gospel. That's we bring good thing. news. Glorious living. This program is good news. When Kathy said, I'm going to do another program with Chrissy, I said, great. She said, would you be a guest? I said, I'm doing a lot, Kathy. I said, I'll do the best I can. So Chrissy, come back real fast. Yes. <laughs> this is your second time, but you said yes. you're going to come more. I'm going we'll to come more often And we'll have other guests that are coming on. Amen. We're getting ready for our glorious conference, which is in March of 20. It's a women's conference. Women's right? conference, Mark. Glorious Stop. Kathy's Women's Conference. And we have women from all over the nation Amen. come, some from all over the world. Hopefully, we'll be able to travel this time. Amen. I think they'll put the dates on there. It's the last Friday and Saturday in the month of March, and I'm so excited about it. So this program is part of an outgrowth of that, and uh, we're going to have other w people that will be sharing on our yeah, future Yeah, there are programs. a lot of things happening here. Maybe I'd love for you all to come and visit the campus that we have here. Mm -hmm. It's such a blessing of the Lord. Yeah, we're believing that this year, 2022, you're going to have the best life ever. Oh, yeah. So begin to get your Double. hopes up. Remember that long before you ever even knew God, He had His eye upon you Amen. and designed you for glorious living. Hallelujah. Well, you only got about 43 seconds left. Are you going to end this program yourself? Or you... Well, no, let's end it together. All right. It's a great way. Well, how are we going to end it? What do you well, want to say? Well, let's just say Happy New Year to everybody. Well, Happy New Year to happy each and New every Year. one of you. And I will be seeing you next year. Yes. I'm starting On to travel. On all different platforms. All social media, everything you can think well. of. It's going to be wonderful. And maybe we can meet you in person this That's year. That right. would be a blessing of the Lord. This is Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. And we don't just say that. That's right. To Put words in our mouth. We really do. Yes. To all our partners, we pray for you daily. Get ready for the greatest blessing 
2022, watch what God's going to do because you're going to do the works that Jesus did and greater than that. That's so right. So until next year, <laughs> Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. We love you and Happy Bye -bye. New Year. Bye-bye. The king's daughter is all glorious within. Her clothing is of wrought gold. Kathy Duplantis' Glorious, a conference for women, Friday, March 25th and Saturday, March 26th. Register online at JDM.org.